did this Los Angeles. Ooh, I waited a long time for this one. <laughs> We're in the forum. Finally. Two years, I mean, you know what sucked is this is all I know how to do is stand up. And when they took that away from me, it got to the point where I looked at my son, I was like, Joe, this is all I know how to do. <laughs> I looked at my son, I was like, we're gonna start. <laughs> but we're gonna laugh doing it. <laughs> it sucked. But now we're back out, everyone's having fun. Look at this shit, it's packed. And there's a few people that are still wearing a mask, and that's fine. That's your choice, and I'm not gonna make fun of you. Don't cancel me, please. <laughs> it's just my opinion. But if you're gonna wear your mask tonight, good for you. But chances are, you might get it tonight. <laughs> no one's six feet apart. You are right next to that person, they're gonna be laughing like this. <laughs> <laughs> you wear it. <laughs> Hated that fucking mask. Don't get me wrong, we all were, we were all scared. I'm gonna be reminiscent because I was locked up for two fucking years, so this is all I can talk about right now. But we were all scared. That mask was all we had. We all remember that time when we were watching TV and then all of a sudden a news anchor came out and was like, breaking news, people are dying everywhere. Look at this footage. And then they showed some Asian guy go, <laughs> fall to the fucking ground. Then two hazmat suits came in, like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> we'll be right back to tell you what you need to do. What the fuck? <laughs> then they came back. This is what you need to do. Wear a paper square across your mouth. You should be fine. No shit? Yes and fill your refrigerators, because we don't know how long it's gonna last. What the fuck? <laughs> I filled my refrigerator for about two weeks. I thought it was gonna be done in two weeks. There was a lot of dads that thought it was gonna be done in two weeks. That shit went on for two fucking years. And the way my son eats, we were out of food in four days. And I think I speak on behalf of every dad in here. We felt like a fucking hero when we were out of food. We felt like a hero because every dad walked up to the family and went, I will get this family food. I will risk my life to go get this family. Macaroni and cheese and peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. Someone give me a mask. 
you wore that fucking mask. We all wore that mask. We don't know if it was protecting us or what. The only thing that we did realize, and this is what I realized, I don't know if it was protecting me, but I know this is what I realized the minute I put on that mask for the first fucking time. I realized that my breath stunk. <laughs> Holy shit. I never smelled my breath like that before. I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people in here. That was the first time we smelt our breath. And there's some of you in here right now wearing the mask going, I think I know what he's talking about. Yes. <laughs> remember when you started wearing that mask? I remember wearing, I was in the store <laughs> and someone was next to me and I, I smelt it and I was like, God, is that? <laughs> this fucker got cavities or some shit. I started gagging. <laughs> Excuse me. Then I went back to my car and I still smelled the same smell. I was like, oh fuck, that was me? That was me? <laughs> Fucking mask. I hate that mask. I kind of I, I kind of love it because now I floss so much. And the ones that are wearing masks going, you, that's, you know what that is? That's a tomahawk ribeye in your molar. <laughs> you need to get it. It's dying. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, that first, the first month was the worst one. We all acted the same way. It was scary. Fucking, you remember the first time you went? <laughs> you didn't want to share any aisle with anybody. A whole fuck, six feet, fuck that. 60 feet. <laughs> Walk down that aisle, you see someone come down the same aisle, excuse me, do you mind? <laughs> please, if you don't mind, please. Six feet. <laughs> you, that's you. <laughs> please. That was the first month. We were all scared. Don't act like you weren't. You better not sneeze that first month. Remember that first month? You better not fucking sneeze. You remember you hold that sneeze in? You're like, oh, God. No. No. This is what you look like under the mask. No. No. Because if you sneeze, what would happen? Super spreader. This guy's a fucking super spreader. No. No. My girlfriend has cats. I'm allergic to cats. It was right around month 11, we didn't give a fuck anymore. The 11th month, that's when we were like, fuck this mask. Remember that shit, you just walk around. If you had to sneeze, you just did it underneath the mask. <coughs> then you just wipe the boogers with the mask, like fuck this mask, fuck this mask. Fuck, fuck this mask. I've been wearing it for 11 months. It only has one string. I, I sneeze multiple times. 11 times in a row I'll sneeze. That's how I sneeze. I don't sneeze once. I remember I was at Home Depot. I went at it. Fucking booger flew up. Booger, booger hit my ear. 
I took the mask off. I looked like I was in a bukkake flick. Like, God damn it. God, it's a lot. <laughs> Fellas, if your lady looks at you right now and goes, what's bukkake? Don't fucking say anything. Just, just go like this. I don't know. What the? I don't know why they're laughing. That's weird. It's weird. What is that? I don't even know. <laughs> and don't answer quickly. You're going to fuck your night up. You're going to fuck your whole date night up. What's Bukkake? Oh, that's when a bunch of dudes shoot their load like 11 dudes. Just go tick, 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 and she just takes it. Like, what the fuck do you watch when I'm at work, you creepy motherfucker? You sick fuck. Now you got to lie. No, no, no. Gotta lie. I was uh, I was googling bouquet of flowers for you one day, and I guess I misspelled it. <laughs> I'm gonna do a lot of my jokes starting off like this. Remember when? Remember when the CDC went like this? The CDC went. If you have lung issues or respiratory problems. Just tell the security guard at the establishment that you're trying to go into, and they should let you in without a mask. And I was like, fucking bet. <laughs> Let's go. I walked up, I was walking up like this. The guy stopped me, excuse me, sir, you need a, a mask? And I was like, oh, um, I, I suffer from a lung disorder. So I, I cannot wear one of those. And he goes, he goes, sir, what is uh, your lung disorder that prohibits you from wearing a mask? And then I said, this is what I said, true story, I go, I go, I didn't think you were allowed to ask me that. <laughs> and he goes, no, sir, we have to ask you. That way we can determine whether or not you can come into the subject. I go, okay, fine. Um, I suffer from sleep apnea. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh, oh, fuck. Let's hope this works. And then he goes, what's that? I went, fuck! I go, sir, it is a sleeping disorder where my lungs, uh, like when my brain goes to sleep, so do my lungs. Like when my brains go, good night, my lungs are like, see ya. And then I just lay there like this. He goes, what the fuck? I go, I know what the fuck, right? Tried to go in, he goes, sir, I just have to ask you a couple more questions, I believe you, but uh, I'm having problems understanding. If you don't sleep all night and you're not breathing, then how are you up the next day shopping? I go, oh, that's easy. I have a, a CPAP machine that helps me sleep at night, and that helps me breathe. And I tried to walk in, he goes, sir, okay, just a couple more questions. I go, seriously, what, what, what is it? What is your question? He goes, if the machine helps you breathe, yes, the sh machine helps me breathe. What, how? It just sits there? I don't know, there's a hose. There's a hose that pumps air into my lungs, and that's how I breathe, all right? I, I really gotta get in, and he's like, sir, just one more question. What is it? 
what is the question? He goes, how does that hose stay on your uh, face? And I go, uh, I have to wear a, a mask. Fuck you, I'll be right back. Fucking asshole, what are you, a detective? No one takes sleep apnea serious. They laugh when I say I have that problem. Ha <laughs> ha, it's funny. That shit is a serious problem. People with sleep apnea get to say that we fight death every night. I'm this close to dying. And I fucking win every time I, I wake up a survivor. Who gets to say that every night, this close to dying? I do, sleep apnea, but no one respects it because I have to wear a big fucking mask. That's why guys hate that. That's the only thing that'll cure us, is a goddamn mask. There's no surgery, and that's why guys hate to admit that they have sleep apnea. They'll say they're snoring until they die, and they literally fucking die. <laughs> I guarantee there's a guy in here right now, and there's a, his girlfriend's like, you, you, listen, fucking, listen, fucking idiot. Look, they're all pointing. It's like clockwork. They're all, look, look, she's so happy. Right here, this cocksucker, right here. Right there. What's your name? Dylan. Dylan. How long have you been with Dylan? Four years. Four years. And, and he won't. He won't listen to you. Absolutely. Look, absolutely not. Fuck that. I'm not wearing that. <laughs> I'm not wearing that thing. I drive a fucking car. <laughs> He's serious. Four years she loves you, dude. Wear the goddamn mask. This shit will save your life. Oh, you're married? Yeah. And he still doesn't want to listen to you? I'm getting married. You're getting married? Yeah, and he still won't wear it. And he still won't wear it. Fuck him, let him die. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him, dude. Fuck Dylan. Fuck Dylan. That's what he'll say on his tombstone. Fuck Dylan. Fuck Dylan. He should have been here. He should have been here. <laughs> oh, shit. Dylan, it's done. It's done. She's, she's getting ready to marry you. They're, why are you embarrassed? This woman loves you. She's giving you, look at her. She's wearing your ring. She loves you. You're not dating anymore. It's not embarrassing. If you were single, I get it. Because when I was single, I hated it. That shit, any potential of, of having a relationship, done the minute I put the goddamn mask on. It sucked. It got to the point where I'd hook up with a chick, and when we were done, I'd be like, you got to leave now. <laughs> this one girl got mad. Like, what the fuck? Seriously? You're gonna have sex and you're gonna kick me out? What am I, a fucking whore? I was like, no, 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 that's not why. It's just that I have to wear something to sleep. And it's embarrassing, and I don't want you to see that. That's all. It's not that. Not at all. I like you. I wanna continue dating you. It's just, it's, I gotta wear this thing. And she's like, oh my God, you scared me. <laughs> like, that's, like, you really made me feel like a whore. <laughs> you just got, I like you. You don't have to be embarrassed. I like you. That's why we take it to the next step. Stop it. You gotta wear something, wear it. Are you sure? Yes, oh my God. Stop, I like it. What is it, Invisalign? <laughs> it's, it's way bigger than that. <laughs> well, I don't care. Put it on, are you sure? Yes, I like you. Wear it. All right. I put that fucking thing on. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Wake up the next morning, bed empty. <laughs> Just a note that says, I didn't know you were Bane. <laughs> so I get it, Dylan, if you were single, but she loves you. What's your name, on? Aaron. Aaron. Look, Aaron loves you, Dylan. She doesn't give a shit if you wear a mask. She wants you to live. She's marrying you. She wants you here forever. So do I. Get the goddamn mask. If you were single, dude, there's, there's other things that she, she's disgusted by with you. <laughs> Believe me. Have you recorded them yet? Yes. You have? He's seen it in 4K? Man, fuck this guy. My mom recorded me on a camcorder. A camcorder. And there's probably kids in here that are like 14 or 13 going, what the fuck is a camcorder? You know that camera that's on your phone? That used to be a separate device. And it was huge. Like huge, like, like, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Ha zoom, press zoom, zoom. Happy birthday. Mom, my mom recorded me on a camcorder. That's, you know what I mean? Not, not 4K, an old app. This is like in the like late 90s when she recorded me. On a cam and, and here's the thing, she recorded me at like three o'clock in the morning when I was dead asleep. And, she, and the thing is with the camcorders back then, you didn't need any lights because there was an option, a button that said night vision. <laughs> and my mom clicked that thing and it was like Blair Witch Project. She was <laughs> shooting a documentary like my son. My son says that he is snoring, <laughs> but he is not snoring, he is, he's dying. <laughs> let's take a closer look, come on, let's go. <laughs> you know what it is, Aaron? I think Dylan needs to see it live to really experience, because on the phone, no matter what, you can watch anything on the phone, you're not really feeling the emotion that Aaron is feeling every night while she watches her fiance wither away. <laughs> so I'm gonna do this for Aaron. I want, we're gonna ro role play. I'm gonna be Dylan, you're gonna be Aaron. You ready? This is what Aaron sees every fucking night. And feel it. Feel the emotion that she feels. Get into character. Ready, this is you, every night. This is how you sleep. <laughs> tries to wake you up? Did you know that? Your own hand's like, ah! Uh. Uh, uh. 
You know what you look like, Dylan, when you sleep? I swear to God, this is what you look like. You look like a ghost is cramming his dick in your mouth. And you're just sucking ghost dick all night, just up, 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 up. And Aaron's like, stop sucking that ghost dick. Dylan, stop sucking ghost dick, please. I'm sorry. And you're like, oh. Just a line of ghosts at the foot of your bed. Just a line. And they're like, yo, he thinks he's snoring. Come on, two at a time. He's like, what the fuck? Yo, Dylan's a crazy motherfucker. Let's go. Oh. 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 Three, three, three. God damn. Shit. Oh. Three digs, Dylan. Stop. 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 You got that. You ever notice, Dylan, when you wake up in the middle of the night, you wake up like this, God, no. Ghost bukkake. I'm selling CPAP machines at the uh, merch booth. You know how funny that would be? If I had CPAP machines at the merch booth, I'd be the only, I'd be the only entertainer selling CPAP machines at the merch booth. That should be so hilarious. Just people leaving my, my show like, not only was Joe Coy funny, but I think he saved my life. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Coy. Got an infomercial. <laughs> Got an inf Dylan, do my infomercial. <laughs> Hi, my name's Dylan. <laughs> <And laughs> Hi, my name's Dylan. And for years, I was addicted to su sucking ghost sticks at, at night. I would tell my wife that I was snoring. But then I went to Joe Coy's comedy show, and I bought a CPAP machine. And guess what? No more sucking ghost dick. But guess who's sucking dick now? Aaron. Thanks, Joe Coy. Remember when we ran out of toilet paper? <laughs> the fuck kind of pandemic is this? Ran out of toilet paper. I've never seen humans turn into monsters. Just on the news, you just saw people with shopping carts filled with rolls of toilet paper running to their car, and then someone right behind them chasing them like, my asshole is itchy too, bitch. <laughs> What am I supposed to do with my itchy asshole, <laughs> bitch? Scared me. People beating up people for toilet paper like there was no other solution. 
my mom was ready for a toilet paper shortage. She's been preparing for that toilet paper shortage <laughs> since the day she got to this country. When people ran out of toilet paper, my mom was like, what is going on? I don't understand. My mom has never ran out of toilet paper. My mom can use one roll of toilet paper for a year. A year. And I know there's women in there going, how the fuck is that possible? I'll tell you how. And this only goes to the women that aren't Filipino. I'm going to tell you a secret that my mom does and the reason why she never runs out of toilet paper. And this is only to the women that aren't Filipino. When my mom pees, she doesn't wipe. Oh, I heard a woman right there go, ew, look, she's covering her mouth. And she waved. Look, right there in the jeans. Jean Jack, she went, ah, oh, like it was a, like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then she went like this, oh, that was me. That's ew, ew, look at her. I'm going to tell you why. What's your name? Eileen. Eileen, let me tell you why. She doesn't use paper, all right, Eileen? Because she washes it with water. So, ew, you bitch, don't you ever disrespect my mom's pussy in Los Angeles. My mom's pussy is the cleanest pussy in Los Angeles. And I take that back. I, I, I didn't mean bitch like in term of endearment. I love you. I used to say the same thing, Eileen. I did. I used to be like, Mom, why don't you just wipe? Just wipe. And my mom, quick, with the quickness. You want me to just wipe? You think that's clean, Joseph? I go pee-pee and then wipe, just wipe pee-pee all over my backpack? That's clean to you, Joseph? Just pee-pee and then smear the pee-pee all over the backpack? And make it salty, salty backpack? I wash it, Joseph, with water, oh, brand new, brand, brand new. <laughs> what? If you really think about it, that's brilliant. She's right. Look at her. She was prepared. Never ran out of toilet paper and never had a salty pussy. Look, women are agreed. I see some women going, you know what? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. Maybe one of those dog, you know those portable dog dishes? The one that fan out and you close it and it looks just like a little circle and then it pops up and it's a little... Maybe bring that around. <laughs> that, that's what my mom has. It's a, it's a different version. She calls it a tabo. There's a lot of people in here going, what's a tabo? Especially the ones that aren't Filipino. I'm going to tell you what a tabo is. A tabo can be anything. A coffee mug with a broken handle. An empty, I can't believe it's not butter container. Or my mom's favorite, a super big gulp cup. Because it holds 44 ounces of water, Joseph. I can really clean it, huh? And my mom's tabo sits in the same spot it always sat in since the day she moved to this country. Between the, between the shower and the toilet. That little area right there is called tabo lane. 
And that's where my mom's special cup sits. And I know there's a lot of guys in here that aren't Filipino go, why are you telling us this, Joe Coy? Well, I'll tell you why. Say you start dating a Filipino chick and things go well. You hook up one night and you stay the night at her house. You wake up the next morning, you brush your teeth and you're like, I need a cup. Don't use that fucking cup. That cup is not for your mouth. <laughs> now my mom and dad divorced when I was about 10, 11 years old. And there's four of us. There's Robert, Rowena, Gemma, and myself. And whatever my mom needed, she got. She was the mother and the father. I've always said this. And no matter what she asked for, you got it for her. You don't question her. You get it. And we listened to our mom. But here's the thing. No matter what she asked for. Sometimes my mom would go to the bathroom and forget to fill her table. <laughs> and of course the youngest would have to fill it. <laughs> it always it always happened when there were friends at the house. <laughs> Just playing with my friends in the living room and then all of a sudden I hear, Joseph! <laughs> Joseph! And I could tell by the acoustics that my mom forgot to fill her table. <laughs> Joseph! Joseph! My friend would walk up to me, why are you ignoring your mom? And I'd be like, you don't want to know what the fuck she wants. <laughs> now just shut up. Joseph, I hear you! <laughs> fuck! I'd walk so slow down that hallway. open up that bathroom door, and there she is, <laughs> sitting there with her table. <laughs> what took you so long? <laughs> it's all dried up already. <laughs> Build that up for me. God! I get so mad. God! I'm too old for this, Mom. I should be seeing this. Too old, mom. My mom would be like, "See what, <laughs> Joseph? Joseph? <laughs> Turn around. Turn around. See what? This? <laughs> you used to live here. This was your old house before we moved into this house. Now help me clean your old house. God! I'd fill that cup up with freezing cold water. Run down the hallway, my mom screaming, Boom, talking to Joseph! It's freezing cold! You're going to give my pussy pneumonia! My friend's like, you gave your mom's pussy pneumonia. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about it. That's, I mean, that's kind of cool. That's what I love about comedy. I can tell you about my culture, and you can relate to it or you can't relate to it. That's fine. But at least you get to hear about my, my life, my story. You get to see her. Oh, God damn. You ever notice that Filipinos, we love black people. We love black culture. You don't have to explain anything to us. 
we just get it. It's almost like we're the same. <laughs> the food, have you seen our food? It's like soul food. <laughs> we got so much soul. They sing. It's crazy. I think it's that Spanish that's in us. The Spanish that's in us. That's why. And you know when there's Mexicans. You know when there's Mexicans. Out of all the Latinos, Mexicans are very, they're proud people, but. But they identify with Filipinos so much because of that Spanish blood that we have. And that's why they come to my shows, because they identify. They're like, what the fuck? They're just like us. <laughs> and they're in here. That's when you know there's Mexicans in there. Once I say Mexicans. They start whistling. And that's when you know there's Mexicans in here. Because no one whistles better than Mexicans. Close your eyes, it's like you're in a bird sanctuary. So beautiful. No one whistles like that. Each one distinct. Their kids know that whistle. They can lose their kids in the wall and just whistle. Papa. 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 I just want you to know, Mexicans, this is how similar we are. When the Spanish left the Philippines, you left everything there. That's why we're the same. You know what I mean? That's why we act the same. They left everything there. Their culture is just like our culture. They do everything. You guys work hard, we work hard. Fiesta, fiesta. <laughs> Mariachi, karaoke. Same shit. No one really wants to hear it. But even our words are the same. Because when you left, you left your fucking words there. And we took them. You left them there, so we fucking took them. But we changed it. We turned your curse words into desserts. So know that. I want every Mexican to know that. If you have a Filipino coworker, just know we took your curse words and turned them into desserts. So don't get mad if that little tiny Filipino lady comes to the... <laughs> comes to work one day and walks into the break room with a tray of desserts and walks up to you and goes, put this in your mouth, puto. <laughs> Don't get mad. What the fuck did you call me? Because I get it. In your language, puto means bitch. But in our language, it's a delicious dessert with coconut on it. And she just wants you to put it in your mouth. Puto.
I'm selling putos out front. <laughs> it's the craziest merch booth. CPAP machines and tabos. It's basically all the cups and empty water bottles you're not using. We're going to clean them out, and I'm going to sign them. Some of you are going to drive home tonight. You're going to look at your wife and be like, maybe we should get a, a tabo. For <laughs> It's dirty, and that's not what I'm saying, but like sometimes women, when you go to the bathroom, especially tonight, like it's date night for some of you, and on date night, you run to the bathroom real quick, and you don't want to miss the show, so you run back as fast as you can, but you're peeing, so you hurry up. And here's the thing about women, when you, when you pee and you wipe, I always thought the, the vagina was delicate and fragile. But women, women don't give a, 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 they don't give a fuck about like fuck, like, like they wipe it, like they're oiling a catcher's mitt, like, like, try already, pussy, let's go. And then you run back to your seat. <laughs> Did I miss anything? <laughs> no, no, you didn't miss anything. Okay, good. <laughs> and then the rest of the night goes great. And then you go home, things go well, but you forgot what you did how aggressive you were. And a lot of you leave uh, little tiny treats down there. <laughs> what? You do, don't act like, you know what I'm talking, little tiny, little tiny toilet paper nuggets. Little tiny fun treats. Glitty litter. And it's there, you forgot. And now he goes down on you and he goes like this. <coughs> And you're like, what is it? And he goes, nothing. Because we never say anything. We never say anything. That's how much we love you. That's how much your man loves you. We're going to eat that fucking toilet paper. We don't give a shit. Eat that shit. Eat it. It took us two weeks to go down on you. You think we're going to fuck it up on a little tiny spit wad? Eat that shit. Some of, some of them are big and we chew it like, uh, uh. Spit it out like, all of us, don't, every guy you here knows what I'm talking about. You eat it, you eat it. Dylan, Dylan eat a whole goddamn roll of toilet paper. Squeeze the fucking Charmin right here. <laughs> I'm not saying it's gruff, it's fine, it's fine. I'm not calling you out on it, it's, it's okay. We eat it. It's there, fuck it. Not like you guys, what do you do to us? They make us feel creepy. You guys make us feel so creepy. One little piece of lint. One little piece of lint at the tip. Now the blowjob's done. You fucking assholes. Just see it like, what the fuck? Suck your own dick, I can't. My son's got it good. He doesn't have to worry about filling a table for his mom. There's a bidet now. My son has a bidet, dope bidet. You pee at night, but the lid opens up. And it's like lights turn on. Pee here. It says it. Like, come here, pee. Talks. Hey, man, what's up? Come over here, pee in my mouth. That's the cool thing about this generation. They got everything. They got everything they need. 
have to worry about the shit that we had to go through. Fuck, I got a good. Felt sorry for my mom. Like, I don't know how my mom did it. I got all the tools to keep an eye on my son. I wish, if my mom had it, oh my God. <laughs> like, if I, if, if I didn't come home and my mom told me to come home, she'd go crazy. Be home at 10. Please, Joseph, come home at 10. 11.30. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Where is this? Someone kidnapped Joseph again. <laughs> Someone kidnapped Joseph again, which means I was kidnapped before. I was never kidnapped. <laughs> my son, find my son app. Boop. I press the button. Boop. If he doesn't return my text, I text him five times. Hey, where are you? Doesn't return. Hey, answer your phone. Doesn't return. Hey, man, where are you? Just press find my son app and a little emoji of my son is in front of 7-Eleven like this. <laughs> and I can go to sleep. The shit these kids have are amazing. And you got to tell them how good they got it. Download a movie in less than five minutes. Less than that. A minute. 4K, they can watch a movie. You got to tell them how hard we had it. What we had to do for the new movie. New release Tuesdays at Blockbuster Video. <laughs> where they promised you a hundred copies of Jurassic Park. And you got there early and you ran up to that display wall and you flipped every cover and it said, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Fuck! Then you ran up to the counter, did anyone return Jurassic Park? <laughs> and then he goes, no, but we have some coming in in two hours. I'll wait. And you fucking stood there by the counter. And you looked out that window where the return drop was, like a nerd, just scouting. <laughs> then you see people dropping covers in. And you try and read it real fast. You saw one go in, it had a letter J and a U. Like, oh, I think that was, sir, I think you just dropped Jurassic Park. I saw a J and a U. I'm pretty sure that was Jurassic Park. I've been here four hours, please. <laughs> and the guy's like, here you go, buddy. There you go. And you're like, thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> then you look at him like, Jumanji, I don't want this. <laughs> Kids got it good. You know, I, I drink bottle, I, I drink this water, bottled water, and it started. 9.5 pH is the one that was like, the one that was sold to me by my son. This is this generation. This is how good they got it, right? I'm paying like $5 a bottle. What the fuck am I doing? Because one day my son came home from school. It was like the fourth grade. I don't know what grade. It was really, it was really young. And he came back with a note from the teacher and it said, can you please back bottled waters for your son? Three bottles, if you don't mind, because we're shutting off the water fountains. I was like, what? They said, preferably 9.5 pH. Give them healthier water. I was like, Joe, what is this 9.5 pH water? He's like, oh, they want us to drink 9.5 pH water. It's healthier water for us. It's really healthy. What does pH stand for, Joe? He goes, perfect hydration. I go, what? <laughs> so this fucker doesn't even know what it is. We both don't know. I go, why are they turning off the water fountains? Joe, what is this all about? He goes, oh, there's, uh, there's fluoride in the water. And, uh, and it's not good for you, so they're shutting off all the water fountains uh, because there's fluoride in the water. I go, Joe, you don't brush your teeth. <laughs> you should drink all of that water. <laughs> fluoride in the water. They're turning off all the water fountains at the school. Shut them off. 
I had to buy, I had to start buying bottled waters for these kids. What the fuck? We drank out of that water fountain. I think I came out all right. I think. I think a lot of us did. We enjoyed water fountain moment. You remember that? That minute that when each class had to come out. Each class got to come out, and they'd line up single file line in front of that water fountain, and each kid got 10 seconds to drink as much water as he could. And all the other kids would count. One, one, thousand, two, one, thousand, two, one, thousand, four, one, thousand. And that kid's fucking Four, one, thousand, five, one, thousand, six, one, thousand, seven, one, thousand, eight, one, thousand. That fucking kid was struggling. Because the plumber that installed the water fountain put the water pressure so low, it was barely dribbling over that nipple. And you're just sucking in liquor. How healthy was that shit? Liquor. Suck it. And what was that green, crusty shit? What the fuck was that? COVID-14? These kids don't even know what a hose is. They don't know what a hose is. That was our bottle of water. You rode around for five hours. You looked at your friend, you guys thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> and you pulled up to any house. Any house with the hose in the front lawn that was communal. Anyone got to use that shit. Public property. And you ran, we fucking ran. We all ran. Who we get the hose first? I got it first. That kid thought he won, but he didn't. Because he has no idea that there's water in the middle of the hose that boiled up to 450 degrees. Now he's about to get a mouthful of lava. Turn it on! <laughs> These kids don't even know what a hose is. They don't know what a hose is. I asked my son the other day, I go, Joe, do you know what a hose is? He's like, those bitches at the club, Dad. I'm like, Joe. <laughs> they got it so good. I love it though. I will say this. I do love this digital air that we live in. The stuff that we have, I love it. It's easier to raise a kid, you know. His mommy and I have been divorced for a long time, but we're, we're close and we're great parents because of these tools. You know what I mean? Because of FaceTime, because of camera apps and all that, we can keep an eye on them. And we work together as a team. I love it. She lives right down the street from me. She's got all the codes to my house. She's got all the whatever I need. If he stays at my place and I'm on the road, I can just FaceTime her and she'll, she'll go over and take care of whatever I need to take care of. Yo, it's the best situation. And I love it. But here's the thing. No matter how many tools we have, teenagers will be teenagers. He's doing the same fucked up shit I was doing when I was a kid. And he doesn't care. He thinks he's getting away with it. I don't understand how. He knows I'm cute. He knows I got all these cameras. He doesn't give a shit. Perfect example. I was going to Connecticut. This is when he was 15. I was going to Connecticut. And I told my son, I go, Joe, look, I'm going to Connecticut. All right? And if you throw a party, I'm going to know. So don't throw a party. And my son goes, Dad, I'm not going to throw a party. I go, Joe, just listen to me. Don't throw a party. Okay? Don't do it. 
He goes, Dad, I'm not going to throw a party. I promise. I won't invite anybody. I go, listen to me. Just hear me out. If you throw a party, Joe, and one of your friends jumps into the pool and breaks, fucking breaks their neck, they're going to sue me. And everything I worked so hard for to give to you when I, don't, when I leave this earth <laughs> is going to go to dipshit Dave <laughs> because he dove into the shallow end at 2 o'clock in the morning with the lights on. Do you want to give everything to dipshit Dave? He's like, no, Dad. Don't worry about it. I go, promise me. He's like, promise. I go to Connecticut. 5 o'clock in the morning my time in Connecticut, which means it's 2 o'clock in the morning in L.A. This is what I wake up to. My camera app. Ba-doom. I open it. Ba-doom. Kids walking from the house to the pool. Ba-doom. 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 Fucking asshole. You fucking asshole. Ba-doom. Fuck. Ba-doom. You liar. Ba-doom. 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 How many fucking kids? The last kid to walk past the camera was my son. This is how he walked past the camera. <laughs> I FaceTime his mom. You're not gonna believe what the fuck your son's doing. Oh my God, what the fuck is he doing? He's throwing a goddamn party. What? He said he was asleep. No, he's not a fucking asleep. He's throwing a party and they're all jumping in the pool. What the fuck? I know what the fuck, right? And you know what I told him? What did you tell him? I told him, I told him, one of those kids jumps in the pool, they're gonna break their neck. And guess what? They're gonna sue me. Yeah, I know that. And guess what? When they sue me, what? What about them? If they sue me, no money for you. She's like, what the fuck? I go, what the fuck? She goes, let's go. I go, let's fucking go. So we got in her car. She put me in the passenger seat. <laughs> Your son's a fucking asshole. I know. I reach for the seatbelt. <laughs> we pull up the driveway. All the lights go off. All the kids leave. She walks right up to the front door. <laughs> open up the door. <laughs> Joe, open up the fucking door. <laughs> he opens the door. He acts like he just woke up. We know you weren't sleeping. Plus, your feet are wet. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe he threw a party. Your dad's so pissed. What are you talking about, dad? Your dad is fucking pissed. What do you mean, dad's pissed? Your dad is pissed. phone was still hooked up to the Bluetooth. <laughs> I was yelling at the front seat for 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> this is my fourth special with Netflix.
But I'm going to tell you, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship with Netflix. I'm going to say, I love them to death. It's my fourth one. But that first one, they didn't give it to me. They didn't give me it. And they're in here. All the execs are in here. I see you. <laughs> and I love them. I love them for it. But they didn't know I'm cut from a different cloth. You're going to tell me no. i got to show you why you need to say yes. So when you watch live from Seattle, my first Netflix special, just know Netflix said no to me several times, and I had to pay for that shit myself. Paid for it. All of it. All in. Everything that I worked for since 1989 went into that special. Broke. Upstairs in the green room, crying to my agent, my manager. This is fucked up. My son is asleep on the couch. This is fucked up. Why do I gotta pay for my special? I got guys opening for me. They got a special. I ain't got a fucking special. And my agent, my manager is like, just fucking kill it. Don't worry about it. We'll handle the business. Just go out there and do what you do best. I'm like, I ain't gonna do it. Coming to the stage, Joe Coy. I walked out like I didn't cry. Like, hi, everyone. <laughs> Not only did they say no to me, but when they found out I was shooting it, they called my agent and my manager about two days prior, and they go, hey, we heard Joe Coy is shooting his own special. We just want you to know, we really don't want it. <laughs> what the fuck? They really said that. And that's the kind of pressure, like, what? The one network I want to pay for this special, and they're telling me right now, we don't want it. I haven't even shot it yet. <laughs> I just got all these cameras. <laughs> Didn't stop me. You still do it. Fucking barefoot, no matter what the obstacle is. And I'm sorry I turned this into a TED Talk. I don't want to sit here and talk about my mom's pussy for 15 minutes <laughs> and then motivate you. I'm just saying, sometimes you need to hear struggle to success. Every successful story, there's a lot of struggle. And don't let anyone shit on your dreams. I'm not saying Netflix shit on my dreams, but it was my dream and you weren't going to say no to me. I was going to die trying. I was broke when I shot that shit. Cut it up myself, edited it up myself. I became an editor. I did all that. Wore all the hats. Then I cut it up and I brought it to Netflix. I was like, I know you guys said no to me. <laughs> but can you please look at it one more time? <laughs> Put that thing on their desk. They call me an hour later. Don't shop it anywhere else. We want it. That's the story. <laughs> I know we live in a hard time right now. And I know we all hear the same thing that, oh, you know, it's not fair for everybody, and blah, blah. And a lot of you are like, oh, fuck that, stop it. It's, 20, it's 2022. Stop it. That's a lame excuse. No, it's not. Not all of us get the same shake that you did. Not all of us get to get be heard. Not all of us get the, the fair shake. Like, we, some of us have to do a little bit extra. And you got to be aware of that. Just know that. It's not easy for all of us. There's a lot of voices in here that need to be heard and we don't get an opportunity like you do sometimes. So just understand that. It's not easy for all of us. And I will tell you this one story because this is to promote life from Seattle. And let me just tell you how hard it was for me. And this just happened like, like 2016, so it wasn't that long ago. But here's the story I want to tell you about life from Seattle. I was put on a show to help promote it. 
and I'm not going to tell you the name of that show, <laughs> submitted the routine, and this is the note I got back from the routine. Just hear me out. The note was, we love the routine, Mr. Coy, but can you drop the joke with the accent? And I didn't understand that. A little taken back. I was like, what the fuck? You mean the joke about my mom? Because the joke isn't her accent. The joke is about a mom being a mom. She speaks English. She lives in America. And she watches your show. But you don't want her voice to be heard on that show? Taken back. That's 2016. That's when that happened. And all I wanted to know is, this is what I said to myself. Did Jeff Foxworthy get the same note? And I'm not dissing Jeff Foxworthy. I love Jeff Foxworthy. But did he get the same note? Because he has an accent. He's American. He speaks English. But I don't know the difference between Jeff Foxworthy going, hey, what would y'all like for breakfast? Or my mom going, hey, what would you like for breakfast? I don't hear anything different but systemic racism. And that's what I'm saying. Not all of us get the shame. Not all of us get that. Just saying, not all of us get the same shake. So just know that. There's a lot of voices in here that need to be heard. A lot of us. There's a lot of us. And I'm glad I did that. Because after that, I got the next special. Got coming in hot. Where do you want to go? I want to go to Hawaii. I want to show more about us Filipinos and other cultures on top of that. Where do you want to go for the third one? Let me go to the Philippines. Wasn't even a special. I just wanted to do one thing where I can donate an hour, an hour of airtime dedicated to my mom's culture. I've been talking about it and making jokes and having fun with it, but now let me show the world what Filipinos look like, what Filipinos eat, what, what the Philippines looks like. I wanted to give Filipinos opportunity because I knew how hard it was for me to get through the door, so now I'm going to do it. I'm going to help Filipinos that live in the Philippines get some limelight. I'm going to help some Filipinos that live in America to go to the Philippines and show their, show their, their town. That's all I want to do. Because that's what Filipinos do. When one gets through the door, we let all of them go through the fucking door. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. We're all laughing at the same shit. You turn the lights off and we're all the same color. But when we turn the lights on, all of a sudden we separate ourselves. And that shit is ignorant. So fucking stop. That's all. I'm glad I got to shoot that film. I'm glad I went to the Philippines and shot that. I'm glad I got to dedicate one hour. So that way people can see that, how beautiful our food is and our, our, our people, and see that we speak English. You know how that, that helps tourism. There's so many people that I, I bump into and they go, oh, we're going to go to Asia, somewhere in Asia for a vacation. I'm like, go to the Philippines. Oh, I don't know, what's that all about? But now they know. They get to see that hour and they're like, oh, fuck, maybe we should go. Holy shit, they speak English there? Let's go. You know how dope that is to go to the Philippines? You can get lost in the Philippines and someone will help. You can tap anyone on the shoulder 
and they will talk to you in English and get you to where you need. You go to Korea and get lost in Korea, guess what? You're lost in fucking Korea. You're gonna be walking around for an hour looking for Starbucks and end up in North Korea. You deserve it. You should have went to the Philippines. You get lost in the Philippines looking for Starbucks, you tap anybody. Excuse me, do you know how to go to Starbucks? Do you know how I can get to Starbucks? Right away. Yes, I can get you to the Star. I love Starbucks. My God, my favorite is the mocha frappuccino. I love Starbucks. Now the directions are gonna be weird. They don't have mile markers like we do. They don't have the same kind of streets, but they're gonna get you there. There are going to be landmarks and certain type of roads that'll get you there. You just have to pay attention. All right, listen closely, okay? This is going to get you to Starbucks. What I need you to do, what I need you to do is go down this gravel road for about, say, three songs. Pick any song, but three of them max. <laughs> On that third song, look for a yellow truck with only two wheels. When you see that truck with two wheels, make a left turn. Walk down that road, say about, oh my God, say, uh, 11 seconds. And right around the 11 seconds, a dog will run past you real fast. Follow that dog, it goes to Starbucks all the time. It... <laughs> I'm friends with Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. I don't know if he's here, but I don't know. But, but uh, I'll tell you this story. And the reason why I'm telling you this story is because when In His Elements came out, the, my, my special from the Philippines, he calls me. And this is what Tommy says to me. He goes like this. Hey, bro, I just watched In His Elements, and I just want you to know, it's fucking rad. <laughs> Don't ask me why Tommy Lee sounds like Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> That's just how Tommy talks. And I love it. Hey, bro, I just watched you know I saw In His Elements, it's fucking rad. I go, thanks, Tommy. Yeah, no problem, Joe. But I just wanted to, I just want to ask you a quick question. I go, what is it, Tommy? He goes, um, when you were telling your jokes, uh, did you have to tell them when to laugh and when to clap? I go, no, Tommy, they speak fluent English in the Philippines, and they love American entertainment. Like, they got all the jokes. No shit? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking rad. I go, Tommy, Motley Crue has been touring the world for over 45 years. You guys never went to the Philippines? Not once. I go, why not? Didn't think they'd understand us. I go, Tommy, not only would they understand you, but they sing your songs better than you. Just ask Journey. <laughs> and
And I know there's people in here going, wait a minute, Steve Perry's Filipino? <laughs> Steve Perry hasn't sang for Journey for over 40 years. The lead singer of Journey is a little tiny karaoke king named Arnel Pineda. <laughs> tiny. Sounds incredible. Talk about a dream. Talk about crushing any type of obstacle in front of them. That's the shit right there. If you want motivation in life, follow Arnel Pineda. This guy lives in a third world country wanting to be a rock and roll star. <laughs> I don't want to hear people go, oh, it's hard here. The opportunity's hard here. Follow that. Follow that blueprint right there. I'm not saying, hey, look, I know it's hard for all of us, but I'm just saying, that's a fucking incredible story. I want to make a, a, a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> I want to write like a four-part series and sell it to Netflix, and you better fucking buy it this time. <laughs> Because I'm going to win an Emmy. I'm going to win an Emmy for it. I'm going to win. <laughs> and I already know the scene that's going to win me that Emmy. Because I'm going to ride it. It's going to be brilliant. Just Arnell singing his ass off at a karaoke club. And then his mom walks in. Arnell! What are you doing here? Singing and dancing like that? You should be in nursing school. But mother, I do not want to be a nurse. I want to be a rock and roll star. You cannot be a rock and roll star, you're Filipino. There's nurses, there's nurses in this family, huh? None of us are rock and roll stars, but I am the only one blessed with a beautiful voice. And I want to pursue my dream. As a rock and roll star, you cannot be a rock and roll star. You're going to be a nurse like the rest of us in this family. I don't want to be a nurse. You're going to be a nurse. I don't want to be a nurse. You're going to be a nurse. <laughs> and then his father walks in. Okay, all right, all right. Enough of all this bickering. <laughs> Sorry I'm late, Arnell. I was giving someone directions to Starbucks. <laughs> Honey, if Arnell wants to be a rock and roll star, my God, let him be a rock and roll star. We have enough nurses in this family. But I'm just concerned for him after I leave this earth. I might have not done my job as a mother because I didn't put or guide my son in the right direction. Now he doesn't have benefits or anything. <laughs> Stop it, my God. Let him pursue his dream. He has a beautiful voice. And if anything happens to him when we are gone, we have plenty of nurses in this family. <laughs> so what do you say, honey? Let him pursue his dream. Come on. You are right. Arnell, pursue your dream and be a rock and roll star. Thank you, mother. Thank you so much. There you have it. Your mother and I are giving you our blessings. Now, Arnel, pursue your dream. Thank you, father. You're welcome, son. Now get up on that stage and show us what you got. I will, father. Arnel. Yes, father. Just promise me one thing when you pursue your dream. What is it, father?
don't stop believing. That's an Emmy. Say that's not an Emmy. That's a fucking great Emmy, and I better get one for it. I mean, what did we learn from that story? The, the, one, the one to pursue your dream, no matter how hard or what the boundaries are, conquer all and you can make it. That's a beautiful story. But on the other note, what a beautiful love story between the parents. <laughs> to talk it out. That's the key to a great relationship. We'll learn that, that if you talk it out, things will work. If you talk, that's the key to a relationship. And that's another thing we're gonna learn from this fucking movie. <laughs> Look at all the relationships that end because no one talks. They hate to talk. And when you don't talk, that's when a relationship ends. And you know who hates talking? Guys. Because women love to talk. Just talk. And if you don't want to talk to her at that moment, then talk to somebody. Not everybody. Don't talk to your best friend. That's going to end the relationship too. Your best friend, your best friend hated her. He's been waiting for you to break up. You're not gonna believe what she did. Oh, I already know, you don't have to tell me shit. <laughs> She's always been that way, dude. <laughs> what kind of advice is that? She's always been that way, dude. I didn't even tell you, you don't fucking need to, bro. <laughs> don't listen to that guy. Get the fuck away from him. Go to someone that doesn't know you or her. Get a therapist. Pay for it. $110 for the hour. Let that doctor figure it out. Why, you'll enjoy it too. Walk into that room, every guy will enjoy that 110 bucks. Here, listen, listen to what this bitch did. <laughs> An hour, you just talk. Then your doctor looks at it and goes, all right, I looked at everything and you're wrong. <laughs> now go home and apologize. Okay, thank you. That's what therapy does. That's why when people laugh at therapy, I get mad. You need therapy. We all need therapy. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be embarrassed of that shit. And don't laugh at someone when they say they're going to therapy. Oh, he's going to therapy? He must be crazy. That's fucked up. No one's crazy for getting therapy. We're all crazy. All of us in here are fucking crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. We're all fucking crazy. Don't act like you're not crazy. You ever walk by yourself down the street and look across the street and see another person walking by themselves, talking to themselves? You say this to yourself, look at that crazy motherfucker talking to himself. <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> you're walking by yourself and you told yourself to look at something you're already looking at. You crazy motherfucker. Talk, it feels good, work it out, talk. Guys hate it though, we'll fucking fight to the end. Are you gonna talk to me or what? No, you know what happened, you're just acting like you don't know. <laughs> now you're trying to make me say, you know what the fuck you did. No, I don't know what the fuck I did, that's why I'm asking you. Well if you have to ask me, then fuck it, Nothing's ha nothing happened, nothing fucking happened. <laughs> I'm just mad for no fucking reason. I just chose to be fucking mad. Oh my God, you're fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. No, you're crazy. No, you're crazy. 
I'm trying to talk to you like an adult. If you don't say anything, then I'm not going to know. So tell me, what the fuck did I do? If you don't know, then fuck it. Oh, my God. <laughs> just tell me something. Oh, you going to act like this? Yeah, just tell me. So you really want to know? You really want to know what the fuck happened? Yeah, I want to know. You really want to know? Yes, tell me. Tell me, baby, what? What the fuck did I do? What? When you said I was sucking ghost dick and everyone was laughing, and then you don't I don't suck ghost dick, bitch! I don't suck ghost dick, bitch! I love you guys. Thank you so much.